Hello, community group leaders. This is Thomas, and this is your weekly community group leaders update. Our goal each week is to inform, guide, and train you leaders to make whole disciples in the context of your groups. This week, we're learning from Psalm 105, verse 1. And I'm excited to share a short little training, little practical tip to help develop relational safety in your group. Let's get to it. All right. A couple things I want to inform you about this week at Parkview. Uh, The first one is especially pertinent. And I hope if you're listening to this early in the week, um, you're able to act on this. Uh, So November 6th, that's this coming Sunday, November 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. All community groups are invited to come join us for a special training time as part of the Global Outreach Conference. Uh, And so what's going to happen is we want to figure out how best to partner with community group leaders and Parkview Global Outreach workers, missionaries. So uh, throughout the book of Acts, we've spent a ton of time sort of learning about the church sending out, receiving, supporting, um, praying for, and um, rejoicing with those who are sent out to share the gospel in other parts of the world. And so we want to take part in that. Um, One of the ways that we can do that is by forming sort of little partnerships between individual community groups and Parkview Global Workers. Paul Donaldson has done a great job of connecting many of you with global outreach workers. And so this this time on Sunday night, 6 to 7 p.m. at Central Campus is going to be about how to, how to do that, how to partner with uh, a global outreach worker and how to support them, how to pray for them, connect with them, what's meaningful for them. We'll have Parkview Global Workers there to share um, and for you to connect with in partnership just like this. So it's a quick one-hour event. There is childcare offered. You'll need to RSVP for that kind of immediately, basically. So uh, you can see that in the field notes I've included with this. And so please uh, send that to your group members. I know in the past we've had RSVPs for child care for events go through the leader, but now with our new system, it needs to go to each individual. So what I did is I just sent a message out to my group saying, hey, especially for those who are coming with children, make sure you RSVP now. The cutoff for child care to be assured of child care is Tuesday the 1st at 11 p.m., so sort of the end of the day. So we've got today, tomorrow to, to figure that out. Secondly, I want to just reiterate the Benevolence Fund. So at Parkview, uh, there is a a bit of each dollar that is donated to Parkview Church is set aside in what we call the Benevolence Fund. And that's money that is available to Parkview members or those who advocate or those who Parkview members advocate for who have financial need in the church. So if there are people in your group who are in a season of special need, if they're, you know, whether it's medical bills or they've lost a job or whatever it happens to be, um, our deacons administrate this fund and there's an easy way to apply. You can ask your community group coach, whether that's me or Michael, or contact the office directly to ask about this. And they just do a great job of, of honoring people, dignifying them while taking care of some practical needs. So, Um, just want to make sure you guys are aware of that as you're making disciples in your group. All right. All right. That sound means we're going to talk about how to guide you through the passage this week, how to get the big picture of it, navigate speed bumps and give a couple places to land an application. And this week, well, I'm not going to, (laughs) um, so, uh, 
this week is the Global Outreach Conference, which um, we generally have a special guest speaker. And this this year we do. It's Andy Campman, who was for a long time served here at Parkview in our college ministry and in a couple other different ways. Um, and since then has moved down to Texas and uh, is coming back to preach to us this Sunday. So it'd be both Central and East Campus. So I know that Andy will be preaching on Psalm 105, verse 1. Um, if your group isn't able to come on Sunday night to the global outreach training uh, for community groups, uh, that's fine. I don't have discussion questions prepared for you, and I'm not sure what Andy is going to focus on in this passage, and it's just one verse. So if you want to discuss that, my recommendation is that you sit down, listen to the sermon, listen well, and then form some discussion questions of your own. So that's all I have to say about that this week. Come back next week for a little bit more in-depth dive. So we'll move on to our final segment here, segment of training. And since it's the first Sunday of the month here on the 6th, uh, I want to talk to you about building trust. Uh, we're talking about, of course, uh, community groups make whole disciples uh, by nurturing an environment of relational safety where the spiritual initiative of the group leads to the growth of each member. And so this first week we talk about relational safety. How do we form an environment of relational trust, of safety, where people sense um, that my leader in particular, but also the other members of the group, um, are safe. They are with me. They're for me. And, um, of course, this is the foundation of everything we do in groups. If you might remember the little um, graphic that I put together, sort of, it's it's the foundation. It's as, as the building I'm sitting in here at Parkview Central is built on a foundation to support everything else that happens. So also, if if we are trying to exert spiritual initiative and really encourage people to grow, but we haven't earned their trust or the trust of those in the group, they don't sense that they are safe to, to really be honest and vulnerable in that place, even just at sort of a friendship level, then it's really going to be impossible for them to grow. Uh, might happen every once in a while, but it's not going to be a consistent thing. And so here's what I want to get us thinking about today just briefly, and that is how to build trust with sort of fringe members of your group. Just about every community group has one or two or maybe a few more uh, people that are what you'd maybe call a fringe member. As you fill out your, the growth grid for your group, you might think this is someone that I, I sort of expect them to come uh, once a month, something like that, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but they're clearly not incredibly bought in. Maybe they're new, um, they might be new, they might have been around for a while, and it just isn't a huge priority for them. Whoever that is, it's going to be hard for you to, to think about what their next step of growth is in, with Christ uh, because you're just not seeing them enough. And even if you did know, it would be hard for you to really encourage them and, and follow, excuse me, follow up with them because you just haven't probably built up enough trust uh, to really encourage them in a meaningful way uh, or challenge them or anything like that. So that's why I want us to think about. And here's here's the question I want you to just think about for a moment. Would your group members describe you as a good friend? Would your group members describe you as their leader as a good friend? And what I mean by good friend there is a close friend. More than an acquaintance, more than someone, sort of a church person that I know, but as a close friend. Now, it's, it can be easy for us as leaders to say, well, they need to do their part and, you know, I'm, I'm always available, you know what I mean, if they ever wanted to, to uh, trust me more or ever wanted to sort of 
press in a little bit more. I'm always available. And that's good. I think that's a good sort of good attitude to have and a good, it's good to let them own what they need to own. At the same time as leaders, we know that it's, it's, it's up to us to kind of help each member grow. And for many of our members, uh, what they need most to grow right now is simply to have at least one person in the group that they sense that they can trust, um, that knows them well, and that is clearly sort of following up what you might call a good friend, a close friend. Um, now, you obviously can't control whether someone wants to meet you halfway in that relationship, but we can do kind of what what's possible for us to do as far as signaling to them that that's what you're interested in, that's what you're open to, and that's what you're pursuing with them. Uh, maybe you've had people in your life who have done this with you, whether you realized it in the moment or not, that you realized, man, they are really, they're really reaching out to me. Uh, they're, they're sharing with me. They're, they're texting me. They're, it's clear they want to they wanna be my friend. Um, now that's what we want to do. That's what we want to be about. And so here, just a couple of kind of ideas, a couple of thoughts on what it would look like to, to do that with, um, those in your group. Um, so first I just want to remind you first trust comes with time. Um, and so don't be too surprised if this is, it might be weeks or months of kind of building trust with someone before you sense that there is, is change in the way that, way that they're receiving you. And that's okay. Um, but at the same time, I want to encourage you toward consistency. Um, you guys know, probably many of you know what it's like to have someone really pursue you in friendship. Um, they're, they're consistently reaching out. Um, they're, they're following up on things that you mention in a conversation, for instance. If you have people in, in your group that you're really trying to build trust with, one of the easiest and, and simplest things that you can do is just make sure to, to connect with them outside of group. So that could look like a phone call, a text message, an email, especially if if there's anything that they, and, and there have been times when I'm like, I'm racking my brain and I'm listening so carefully during group time with someone who's who hasn't really bought in very deeply in the group um, because I'm just looking for something that I can kind of follow up on, whether it's, even if it's as simple as, you know, we're, we're going on a trip, we're going to, we're going on vacation. Even, even in that case, if it's like, hey, so we're not going to be here for three weeks and that feels a little discouraging, um, I still latch onto it as something that I can follow up on with them. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to kind of relationally capitalize on whatever they're willing to share, whatever they're willing to open up on. I'm trying to sort of leverage that into more relationship and more trust. And what I'm hoping to do is demonstrate that I'm trustworthy with little things, whether they're prayer requests or just information about their life. I want to demonstrate to them that I'm interested, that I want more, um, that they're on my mind, that um, that I care about those things, whether they're good things and I'm celebrating and following up with them, or they're sad things that I'm I'm sort of grimacing with them and so forth. Um, now you can't be everyone's best friend in group. Uh, I'm sure if you've led for any amount of time, you realize that. And I know that's true in my group. There are people I connect with really easily. We have some of the same hobbies, some of the same interests, and others not as much. That's okay. We don't have to be everyone's best friend in the group, but we can be consistent, trustworthy, um, and just present, faithfully present leaders and listeners in their life. Uh, one thing that I would just encourage you toward is is to make a goal, whether this is with a fringe person or not, um, to make a goal for how often you want to be in contact with people. I can't tell you the number of times that I have uh, shown up to group or, you know, had someone show up to group and I realized, oh my goodness, this actually happened last night. Someone 
their name came up and I thought, oh my, I have not talked to that person. I maybe haven't even thought about them in quite a while, maybe a month. Um, that person was busy, whatever it was, but it just sort of, it gave me a little bit of pain as a leader to realize, you know, if it, basically what I'm saying is if I'm relying only on my sort of short-term memory to keep me faithfully present in, in group members' lives, then inevitably people are going to go kind of uncared for and unnoticed. And it, and it may become sort of hurtful for someone to say, I've, I've talked with people before who say, you know, I didn't show up to group for two months and no one even noticed. I wonder if there's anyone in your group like that right now who you may be thinking, oh, they're backing off and they don't want, they don't want anyone to notice. Um, but it may be that they're thinking, I wish someone would notice that, that I'm not there. It must not matter that I'm not there, um, which we know is, is not true at all. So anyway, let's, you got to figure that out with your own personality and with your own giftedness. Um, for me, that often looks like I'm literally, I'm printing out a little worksheet for myself. I'm, or maybe I'm looking at my growth grid and thinking, okay, I think, I think once a week is probably a good time. I want to make sure I'm uh, connecting every week or every two weeks. It's a phone call. It's a little text. Often it's a text with, (laughs) with people my age and a little younger, more comfortable with that. Sometimes it's a little note. I'll send people a note. People love mail. Um, It's just so rare to get anything besides a bill this day. So sending a little note can be super meaningful and just, demonstrating to them, you're on my mind. I care about you. Um, I'm thinking about the things that are burdening you. I'm praying for you. As I'm reading my Bible in the morning, I'm often really careful to know things that are things that I'm learning that would also apply to people in my group. And I'll just send them a little message and say, hey, I was reading this this morning, made me think of you. Uh, those kinds of things go such a long way in building trust with your group members, particularly with those who for, for whom right now that's kind of the main thing and maybe the only thing you can really do to encourage them toward Christ is just to find people that they trust in the group. Um, so I hope that's helpful for you. I hope maybe there's a couple of things that have come to mind just as you're listening to this that you could start doing or recommit yourself to as a leader. So that's all for this week. Let me um, send you out with prayer. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for this Global Outreach Conference weekend. I hope it, it represents some good steps forward for us in, in our groups opening our minds to what it would look like to bless the nations through Christ. Um, So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of making disciples. We thank you that you have called us, saved us, and called us um, to ministry. We pray for this upcoming week. We pray for our people, Lord, um, whether we're able to come on, on Sunday night or if we have some other plan for our groups or maybe they're not meeting this week. We pray for our people that they would find themselves learning more about Christ on a daily basis, trusting Jesus, enjoying Jesus, obeying Jesus. Um, I pray that they would sense that they can trust us. Um, We would sense growing trust, not only from us to the group members that we have in our care, um, but also between group members themselves, Lord. We know that we can't do this on our own. We pray that you would develop good fertile relationships um, between group members. Lord, uh, and we pray for our time that we get with our groups this week uh, to discuss um, what it would look like to bless the nations, to be part of what you are doing, sharing the good news of Christ throughout the world, and that we would see our group members take uh, practical, obvious next steps to grow in this area. You would help us to have eyes to see them, to be burdened in prayer for them, 
and to love our people well. Lord, most of all, above anything else, our silly little strategies or our vain hopes of being smart enough to figure out how to how to do all this, Lord, give us hearts that just are oozing with sincere love for the people you have given us. We pray that you would do all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. We will see you next week uh, for more of this update.